You're a 415er. 415 You're all about your San Francisco 49ers. And this is where you need to be for news, analysis, and, and, and more. And more. Welcome to the 415 hosted by Evan Gidding and Mark Grandy. What's going on, everyone? Welcome into another edition of the 415ers podcast, as always, with the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network with 95.7 The Game. Coming at you twice a week here in the offseason. That's Mark Grandy. I'm Evan Giddings. We're going to be getting into some Brock Purdy updates. Uh, we got mm. kind of a, I don't know, a funny, comedic, humorous rumor that we can uh, we can play around with later in the episode. We're also going to discuss something that Mark brought up on our last episode that was essentially uh, confirmed by a very prominent ESPN voice. Before we dive head in, Mark, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing well. Good weekend, uh, but pumped to be back for another week of the 415ers. I know we're kind of at a dead period of the NFL right now, but we're getting a little bit of news here or there. I think for most NFL teams, Evan, training camps open right around the 26th of July. So we're like officially one month out from training camp. Uh, the Niners will probably likely have some news come out there because you will probably continue to get Brock Purdy updates and so on and so forth. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. We're inching closer, but overall, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. Yeah, it's nice to be able to kind of relock back in on uh, the Bay Area wider sports scene, football, of course, included. Uh, had the chance to get out to Stockton to do a couple of broadcasts for the go. A's a ball affiliate and they were playing the San Jose giants. So that was fun to be able to see ideally the next, you know, kind of phase or chapter of Bay area baseball. Uh, even if the A's are probably going to be playing somewhere else, but that was fun. You got to talk to the next show. Hey, Otani, huh? Okay. Am I right? <laughs> you, you wish <laughs> you're yeah. right. I do wish <laughs> he's talking about Reggie Crawford, who is the 2022 first round pick for the giants out of Yukon, mm-hmm. who is one of the most unique prospects across the game because of his ability to throw a hundred mile per hour fastball, as well as hit 450 feet home runs like Shohei Otani. Uh, but I hate to break it to you, Mark. He only plays once a week. In the field and yeah. only pitches once a week on the mound. So you might have to pump your brakes if you're going to throw his name into the Otani ring. Yeah. And you could say that about literally anyone on the face of the earth. No one else is Shohei Otani. So I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to have a little bit of fun. But yes, I agree with you 100%. No, no, I, 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 I got you. No one else, <laughs> by the way, is also Brock Purdy because right oh. now Brock Purdy is one of the more unique, I think, kind of, you know, not necessarily like comeback stories, but obviously he's returning from injury right now. We got an update earlier today as we're recording this on Monday. If you're listening on Tuesday morning, we very much appreciate it. Tom Pelissero um, of NFL Network, insider for them, uh, reported today that Brock Purdy is headed to Jacksonville. Don't worry, not in a trade, although... I feel like based on the headlines, any quarterback name with the 49ers involved in heading somewhere is <laughs> seems like it's just going to be a trade. Uh, but he's throwing in the next couple of weeks with his quarterback coach, Will Hewlett, and an orthopedist specialist. Uh, just another sign that Brock Purdy is progressing through his rehab following elbow surgery, remains on track for the start of the 2023 season. Week one, September 10th against the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's big uh, good news for the 49ers. We've been talking about it so on, you know, every every once in a while over the last couple of months. I mean, it's been, what, three and a half months since Brock Purdy had the surgery. He ended up getting that surgery on March 10th. 
Um, and he's been throwing for nearly an entire month now. And it seems like this is the next step. Again, this is kind of a dead period for NFL teams, at least in terms of having their hands on their players. Um, so Brock Purdy, I'm sure, you know, with, you know, confirmation and the four ers allowing him and it's probably something they both agreed to. Brock Purdy is going out on his own with his own quarterback coach and, and with his own medical specialists um, and, you know, continuing to throw. So it's obviously a step forward. And it, it seems like Brock Purdy is just absolutely blowing his rehab out of the water. I mean, again, you remember he was expected to start throwing again after three months. That was the benchmark. Uh, and three months was about two weeks ago, a little more than two weeks ago. He's He was throwing a couple of weeks before that. So he is, not only is he ahead of schedule, um, but him being ahead of schedule, obviously, I mean, they're not pushing him, you know, for, uh, to a place where he shouldn't, but him being ahead of schedule, he still hasn't met any kind of setback. Sometimes you see, oh, you know, he, he reached this benchmark before we were expecting, but then you read a week later, and now we got to shut him down for a week, and he's kind of back to on schedule. That hasn't happened yet, so it's all good news on the Brock Purdy front for now. There's still a lot of roadblocks and hurdles he has to clear. I think the biggest one is when you finally in, reintroduce contact. How is the elbow going to hold up with the threat of contact, and when contact finally does happen again? But for the time being, Evan, there's absolutely no complaints. At least there shouldn't be. He is hitting every benchmark well before we expected it. And if things continue on this pace, it, it seems like there shouldn't be much of an issue for him being physically cleared for week one. Yeah, I think it's it's a great sign. And it's just another check mark on the box of Brock Purdy uh, to get him back to the field and get him back to where he should be, quite honestly, which is quarterback one for the San Francisco 49ers. Because I believe that the Niners have a great season ahead of them. I believe that it has to do with which we'll discuss in just a little bit the surrounding pieces for Brock Purdy. Uh, but, you know, everything appears to be that he's he's right on track. Um, the, the one the one place that I I kind of was thinking about based on our last conversation about the quarterbacks and kind of going through each and every one of them. And it, this doesn't surprise me, by the way, the, the update from Pelissero about Purdy being online and, you know, heading down to Jacksonville, I guess, was maybe a place not many expected, but he had to throw somewhere. <laughs> and I, I just I don't know, Mark, like and it's, it, it doesn't necessarily have to do with just the injury. But I want to ask you this question because I've been kind of sitting on it for a little bit. Am I crazy to think that Brock Purdy is going to regress in 2023? Hmm. I feel like that's a loaded question. I don't think it's necessarily crazy because I, I was kind of running through Shanahan quarterbacks in my mind. And obviously the biggest one is Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, but even to a lesser extent, you think maybe Nick Mullins. I mean, guys who have had actual run as 49er quarterbacks under Kyle Shanahan. And what have almost all of them done, Evan? They've all almost come out of the gate firing. I mean, you remember Jimmy Garoppolo's first five starts after the team acquired him and after, was it Brian Hoyer or was it out of Blaine Gap? What, whoever it was, goes down with an injury and Jimmy Garoppolo steps in when Kyle Shanahan had said earlier, this playbook is extremely complicated 
we don't need you to, to play now. We're going to get you ready for next season. And then the quarterbacks go down injured. Jimmy gets thrown into the fire and goes 5-0 and with a really, really bad team against some playoff teams towards the, the final stretch of that season. And then how did the rest of Jimmy Jimmy's career go? We all know. He never really seemed to capture that kind of flame once again. There was a, the crazy stat, like first 12 career starts or whatever it was. Nick, Bull, Nick Mullins is up there with Patrick freaking Mahomes in terms of like the most efficient quarterbacks in their first whatever career starts. So I, I won't lie to you. That thought has kind of happened to me too. It's been in my head. It would be seemingly following a structure, uh, a pattern uh, for Kyle Shanahan, 49ers quarterbacks. If Brock Purdy were to struggle or at least not reach the level he w- he was at initially last year. I think it's a little different because Brock Purdy was a rookie last year. Jimmy Garoppolo had been in the league for a while, had played some games, had started some games. But I would be lying if if I said that that thought wasn't in my head at some point either because it's, it's kind of how Shanahan quarterbacks have gone under the 49ers. Well, that's something I hadn't honestly considered, but now I feel even more firm in my belief after hearing your explanation about the regression of Shanahan quarterbacks, because I am just simply basing this off of, one, the fact that he's returning from injury, uh, but two, I, I don't think people understand how high of a bar Brock Purdy set for himself and future 49ers young quarterbacks last season across his regular season starts. Brock Purdy had a just north completion percentage of 67. That would put him in essentially the top 10 of qualified quarterbacks last year. I don't want to extrapolate the touchdown numbers because I think that's a little unfair, and I also believe it's a product of the offense surrounding him. Mm -hmm. Uh, But those numbers across a 17-game season, should he stay healthy, would also undoubtedly be in the top 10 conservatively. His... Overall quarterback rating was about 107.5. That's a number that was better than any other quarterback over an entire season. That is utterly ridiculous. And so for me to believe that Brock Purdy could continue that over 17 games, leave out the fact that he's returning from elbow surgery, leave out the fact that Kyle Shanahan has gotten his quarterbacks, whether it's his fault or un- unluckiness or you know whatever you want to call it, unfortunate circumstances have had his quarterbacks hurt. Leave that aside. I just feel like Brock Purdy, what he did last year, flew under the radar of how unbelievably efficient he was under center for the 49ers, largely because of the offense that we're going to talk about in just a little bit. But I don't believe that it's even fair to think that he can do that again if he stays healthy for an entire season just because what he did was unprecedented, not only just as a rookie, but as a first-year quarterback. And to be able to do it uh, under those kind of bright lights and and expectations um, that were virtually none last season, I think next year we are going to expect something from Brock Purdy that I don't believe it's fair to even think that he can deliver on. That's where I'm coming from. Yeah, he definitely has the burden of expectations now. I mean, there was absolutely no pressure on him last year. Okay, there was pressure on that he had a good team, but it's not like there was anyone out there expecting, all right, this guy's now going to lead us to a Super Bowl. There was nothing last year in that regard for Brock Purdy, but now he's gone out there and proven that he's a pretty good quarterback, at, at least 
it, it looked like it last regular season and even into the postseason before, of course, that terrible game in the NFC Championship game against the Eagles. Um, so there's that. I think I I would maybe push back if he had a healthy offseason, but because he doesn't even have an offseason after a wild rookie year to to actually go out and, and physically try to work on and fix some things, of course, he's looking at tape, figuring out his footwork, just not doing a lot of arm work. But, I mean, you're a quarterback. That's your most important asset is your arm and your ability to throw the ball. So the fact that he hasn't been able to physically work on those things, at least not nearly as much as you would if you had an entirely healthy offseason, that does worry me a little bit. One thing I will also say, Evan, I won't say the 49ers are – slump proof at the quarterback position but they don't need him to be as good as he was during that stretch to end the regular season either I mean this was a Niners team who went undefeated and Brock Purdy starts and a lot of them were dominant wins I mean the the Raiders win was pretty close there were you know some some moments where maybe they started a little bit slow and you wanted them to to come out firing better early in the game whatever but a lot of those wins were relatively comfortable Um, So the 49ers maybe are a little bit of Brock Purdy regression proof, I would say. Perhaps, I don't know, you could also make the case the roster is better this year around Brock Purdy. When you add in Javon Hargrave, I know there were some losses elsewhere, specifically in the the defensive secondary with Jimmy Ward and, and all of that. You could make that case. But considering just how elite the team was with Brock Purdy last year, I don't think he needs to be every bit of the quarterback he was during that stretch. Of course, they would like it and they want him to improve and they want him to get better. But perhaps this team is still, you know, 12 wins, even with maybe a slightly lesser Brock Purdy at quarterback. I don't know. Yeah, no, I I, I hear you. Um, it's just it's something that we can, I, I think, kind of just tap note. And uh, it's something that I am certainly hoping that I am wrong about going into next year, but it just continues to be on the forefront of my mind. 